Welcome back, friends, to Hope is a Prayer Way. I am your host, Pastor JJ. And before we descend on our Bible study today, I would like to remind you that all of my Bible studies are free for you to download and copy, and that all of my Bible studies come with no strings attached. There's no registrations. There's no email required. There's no subscriptions fees. There's no thumbs up, and you will never have to pay a penny. My only goal is to connect you with Christ Jesus. That's why I created this podcast and the website. If you would like to visit our website and see the Bible studies that we've been able to upload so far, it is www.hopeisaprayerawaway.com. That's www.hopeisaprayerawaway.com. Now, Let's get into the, into the Word of God. And in today's Bible study, we are going to study what is the Shekinah glory. So let us begin by defining what is the meaning of the Shekinah glory. Now the Shekinah glory is a visible manifestation of God on earth whose presence is portrayed through a natural occurrence. Now the word Shekinah is a Hebrew word name meaning dwelling. So the the word Shekinah in the Hebrew means dwelling or one who dwells. Shekinah glory means he caused to dwell, referring to the divine presence of God. The word Shekinah is not in the Bible, but the description is. In the classical Hebrew and Aramaic manuscripts of the Old and New Testament, the word Shekinah is actually not found. It was first introduced by Jewish rabbis through targums and literature and the period between the completion of the Old Testament and the onset of the New Testament. The origins of the word Shekinah is from the Hebrew word Shekan which means to reside or permanently stay. Now, the the rabbis use this term, Shekinah, to describe the following to the Jewish people. Number one, the presence of God amongst his people. That can be found in Exodus chapter 19, verses 16 through 18. Also, Exodus 40, verses 34 through 38. 1 Kings 6 and verse 13. Now the glory of God dwelling in the temple, that can be found in 2 Chronicles 7 and verse 1. How God dwells in the mountain, that can be found in Psalm 68, verses 16 through 18 and Joel 3, 17. Now how is Shekinah glory portrayed in the Bible? The divine presence of God on earth is depicted through the following uh, representations. He's represented as a cloud in Exodus 24, verses 16 through 18, Exodus 33, verse 9, 1 Kings 8, verses 10 through 13. These are all in the NIV, uh, but you can find them in, in any Bible. A pillar of smoke and fire in Exodus 13, 
verses 21 through 22. As a fire and a burning bush in Zechariah 2, 5 and Exodus 3, 2. Now, where is Shekinah glory first mentioned in the Bible? Well, the first biblical account of Shekinah glory is recorded in Exodus, after the Israelites had left the shackles of slavery in Egypt, and God appeared to them as a pillar of cloud and fire as they were camped at Etham. And by day the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, so they could travel by day or night. Neither the pillar of cloud or the pillar of or, or nor the pillar of fire by night left its place in front of the people. Exodus thirteen verses twenty through twenty two. You can read that there. Now why does God not appear as a human in the Old Testament? When Moses pitched his tent outside of the Israeli Israelite camp in the wilderness, to convene with God, the latter spoke to Moses face to face through a cloud as though speaking to a friend. And that's recorded in Exodus 33, verse 11. However, when Moses asked to see God's face, he denied Moses' request, stating, You cannot see my face, for no one may see me and live. And that's Exodus 33 and verse 20. The glory of God was too great for human eyes to gaze upon and survive. And instead, God allowed Moses to stand in a cliff, in a rock, and see God's back after he passed by. by after he passed by. Wow. Exodus 33, verses 21 through 23. Oh, man. How, how blessed was Moses huh? to be able to see the back of the Lord. What else does the Shekinah glory refer to? Not only is the holy manifestation of God portrayed through the Shekinah glory, it, is all, it also entails the practice of honoring and praising God by exemplifying His glory. Declare His glory among the nations, His marvelous deeds among all peoples. 1 Chronicles 16 and 24 for God who said, Let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in the hearts, in our hearts, to give us the light of the knowledge of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. Amen. Second Corinthians 4 6. Wow, that is so powerful. Now let's look at some examples of the Shekinah glory in the New Testament. The divine presence of God is also found in the New Testament. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. Luke 2, verse 9. And we all, who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory, are being transformed into, this, into his image, with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. 2 Corinthians 3.18 
And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. Revelation 21 and verse 3. In the New Testament, Jesus is the manifestation of the Shekinah glory. Jesus' ministry is the ultimate encounter of Shekinah glory that God has ever had with man on earth. For in Christ, all the fullness of his deity lives in bodily form. And in Christ, you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. Colossians 2 verses 9 through 10. Furthermore, Jesus was made to be both God and man in one person in order to act as our high priest so that he could be the embodiment of the, re of the redemption of our sins. For this reason, he had to be made like them, fully human in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest and the service to God, in his service to God, I'm sorry, and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. And that's found in Hebrews 2, 17. Now, can we experience Shekinah glory today? The separation of man from God was redeemed when Jesus paid the bond price for our sins with his blood on the cross on Calvary. And upon his death, the veil separating the holiest of holies and the temple was torn. Therefore, we are able to abide eternally in God's presence through a new covenant with the Holy Spirit residing in us. That is just so beautiful. And I want to take you back um, to how the light shines in us and how that's how we have um, that's how we feel the Lord let's go back to that if you would please for God who said let light, sh let light sh shine out of darkness made his light shine in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of God, of God's glory displayed in the face of Christ. 2 Corinthians 4, 6. And my friends, if you're listening today and you haven't had the light of God shine in your heart and you would like to receive Jesus, believe me, he wants to receive you too. And I want you to know that he made the sacrifice with you in mind. And friend, he's always extending his arm out to us. And think how many times when we go to shake somebody's hands, if they don't want to shake back, how, how do we feel? We don't feel good, do we? But you know, our Lord is every day extending his hand to us. 
to all of us. I don't care if you're red, white, blue, um, whatever you identify yourself as. Jesus loves you. Don't let anyone ever tell you that whatever sins you've committed in your life will send you here or send you there and that God doesn't love you. That is not true. I begin with myself. You know how many sins I've committed in my life as well as any other pastor in this world as well as any other person. There's not a person in this world that is without sin. The only one was on this earth about 2,000 years ago. And he's our Lord and our Savior. If you would like to accept Jesus today as your Lord and Savior, I will lead you in prayer. And if you would like to pray along with me. Heavenly Father, I come before your throne. I ask you for the forgiveness of all of my sins. This day I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. Bring that light into my heart, Lord. I want to feel you, Lord. I want to spend eternity with you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your ultimate sacrifice that you made for all of us on Calvary. And from this day forward, I want you to walk with me, talk to me, guide me, and be my God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Friends, if you uh, said that prayer, or that prayer along with me, I do believe you're born again. I encourage you to find a good Bible preaching and teaching church. Keep growing in the Lord. Spread the gospel. Win as many souls as you can for him. For you know what? Our time on this earth is so short. And let's have a good report when we come in before his presence. Before we come before the Shekinah glory. And before we come before Jesus. I would like to close out today's uh, podcast like I always do. And I give honor to the late Pastor John H. Osteen. And my wife and I loved Pastor Osteen. He was a fireball. Man, what a heck of a preacher he was. And uh, we were very fond of him. And he would always close out his uh, TV uh, sermons with, with this phrase, which I, I haven't heard a better phrase. Um, and it's and he would say, "Keep Jesus first place in your life, and He will take you places that you've never dreamed of." Amen. Friends, thank you for your time and the privilege of being able to share Christ with you. And I look forward to talking with you tomorrow. Our bro- our podcast is broadcasted um, at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Eastern Standard Time. Thank you.